0: You're listening to a ShockCast Original. Shock.
1: Hello and welcome to the Podball SportsCast, the podcast that's not run by gymnasts. Well, unless getting out of bed in under one minute counts as gymnastics. I am not a gymnast Faisal American and with me are fellow non-gymnasts Karami Kamil. Yes, here I am. And Nicholas John. Hello. Now the Olympics are over. We wrapped up our campaign in the track cycling events. First up in the sprint, Dato' Azizul Hasni Awang and Shafirda Sharum weren't able to uh, make it Past the quarterfinals. It looks like they weren't focused on it 100%. Um, to me, they were saving their energy for the Kirin.
2: I don't think they were not that focused. I think they tried their best. But like they said, their target, their main target was to get a medal in the Kirin event. And Dato Azizul Hasni's target was to get gold. So they had their plan, their initial plan, according to John Beasley, I think. He said that if they weren't able to make it past the quarterfinals without going to the rapid charge round, they just end the print event at that. And true enough, uh, Aziz, Dato Azizol and Shafidaw Sharum could not uh, overcome their uh, opponents in the quarterfinal rounds. And they they did not win the rapid charge round, so they can focus on the Kirin event.
1: Which brings <laughs> us to the... Uh... Kirin absolute tragedy for Shafeeldhouse there was an accident he was injured in the preliminary heats went to hospital but given the all clear despite what happened uh, he made it to the quarterfinals but unfortunately um his campaign ended there
0: yeah and, and that was a massive massive crash uh, if you saw the replay of that it was pretty bad he had a horrible case of road rash on his shoulder like a few layers of skin taken off there uh, but he still fought back, and I think that is is what you know, sort of like impressed Malaysians, and in that that's what made made him a hero in our eyes because he fell, he couldn't race in the the restart for that heat, uh, but in spite of complaining about uh rib pain, uh, sort of sort of like a pain in his ribs and all that, he still fought on in the rapid charge and and booked his place in the quarters. Uh, They even suspected, if I'm not mistaken, a broken rib and a possible punctured lung. But uh, thankfully, he he got the all clear uh, in hospital after that. But yeah, the the fact that he just, you know, came back and fought on, I think, uh, uh, really earned the admiration of Malaysians.
2: And we need to remember, Nick, um, he was cycling at the speed of 60 or 70 kilometers an hour. So to us laymen, to us non-athletes, it's like falling off from a motorcycle, you know. It is quite fast at, at 60 or 70 kilometers an hour. So yeah, kudos to Shafi Abdul Sharum, the not giving, not giving up attitude. Uh, he did his best in the quarterfinal events, quarterfinal rounds. I'm sorry, but according to Fareel Zonis, another cyclist, another nation cyclist. He said that it is very visible that Shah was in so much pain because his posture, his sprint, sprinting movement was not the same, was not as usual. So. That's why he could not make it to the semifinals.
0: And also bear in mind that uh when he he during the crash, he was racing at around 3 p.m. Malaysian time, if I'm not mistaken, when that happened. So he crashed, he had to race again, he had to go to hospital, spend like a couple of hours there, and then come back and plan for the next day. And his race the next the next day was in the morning. Yep. so he didn't he didn't even get 24 hours after the crash to to recover you know he had less than that so yeah real real admirable achievement there
1: now we go on to Dato Azizul Hasni Awang he made it all the way to the final unfortunately he wasn't able to pick up the uh, gold medal that went to Britain's Jason Kenny, and uh, Azizul got silver
2: to be honest I was a bit disappointed because during the semi-finals he did so well to finish first but the luck of the draw was not on his side. He drew fifth, second last in the final round. The problem was, I think, I think the second cyclist from Australia, I can't remember his name. He got his tactics wrong uh, for letting Jason Kenny to sprint off quite early. I think he was waiting for other cyclists to overtook him and pursue Jason Kenny, but none of none of the cyclists did that. Uh, but to me, the the moment that gave me goosebumps was when Azizul Hasni finished second, and he straight away shook his head. I think he was a bit disappointed because he was targeting goal right, the first goal for Malaysia. If the Australian cyclist did pursue Jason Kenny, Azizul could have could have done better and could have gotten the goal for us.
0: Yeah, it it was a bit of a, in my opinion, line and and bear in mind, I'm I'm no no cycling expert or anything. But in my opinion, I think it was a bit of a, a fluke shot from, from Kenny because if you notice in the replays, just before the pacer left the track, he turned around and looking, he was looking at the Aussie cyclist. The Aussie cyclist was preoccupied with Azizul and the rest of the of the, bike, uh, the cyclists behind him. And that was when he took his opportunity and broke away from the main group. Uh, it was a gamble because not everyone has the, the, the muscular endurance and all that to, to last that the the whole duration of the race in front but it worked out for himla but um, yeah unfortunately for for azizul he had to to battle for for second or third la and thankfully uh, he got second and even that was a pr- quite a pretty close finish for him.
1: Well, a medal is still a medal and he did one better than the bronze that he won at the uh, Rio Games. Now, Azizul is not rolling out a gold medal bid in the 2024 Paris Games. It's uh, three years away. So, do you think he can maintain his level of performance until then?
2: I mean, not being an athlete, just just a, mm-hmm. just a regular guy who loves sports. In three years time, Azizul is going to be 36 or 37, if I'm not mistaken. So for Malaysia to put all the eggs in one basket, which is Azizul Hasni Awang, at the age of 36 or 37 might not be a good move, I think. There's just a handful of athletes that could still perform at the highest level at the age of 36 or 37, right? Sports is a young man's game, I think. It would be great to watch him participate in Paris at 2024, but to put all the hopes on his shoulders to get the first goal for Malaysia, I think that's a bit too much.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Because at 36 in a sport, especially like psych, it's not a sport that, that's easy on the body. And it's one that requires a lot of pure muscular strength. And we all know as we age, our muscles, you know, get weaker. So as a fan, yes, my heart says I want to see him there. You know, he's already won the bronze and the silver. I want to see him go and get that gold. But realistically, uh, I think will be a factor.
2: Not 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 to disrespect to Azizul Hasni. Uh, he, did, he did all he can. It's been over a decade that Dato Azizol has been donning Malaysian colours at the international level. Um, all the sacrifices that he's done for the country, being away from his family, being away from his wife and kids. If you watch the interview after the, after the gold medal match, um, you can see that he did his best, he did all he could. And he just, I think he needed a break. And after, what, more than a decade, he deserved that break. So, it's, it's not too much. I think it's okay for us to put our hopes on Shafidaw Sharum or even Fadil Zonis in 2024.
1: So, overall, we collected two medals, one bronze and one silver. Um, the target was uh, three medals, including our first gold. Obviously, we didn't get that target. But considering the circumstances with all the COVID disruptions and all of that, it was not a bad achievement, actually.
0: Yeah, not a bad achievement at all. Uh, uh, silver from Azizul, who improved on his position uh, from the last games, and then badminton delivered. Uh, only diving was the one that that uh, didn't hit the medal target. Uh, but like, like like you mentioned, you know, it, it's been a very hard year for, for for athletes, especially for diving. I think they out of most of the other athletes, they didn't really have that many uh, events to warm up leading up to the Olympics, and then you know we also had all the lockdowns and all that here. So yeah, I, I think I think the the coronavirus did play a part, not not the main reason why, but it, it was a contributing factor to their uh, inability to to bring back a medal.
1: The Olympics may be over, but the Paralympics is going to start at the end of the month. Well, that's something to look forward to as well.
0: It is.
2: Um, we have three defending champions: um, Zia Zulkifli, um, Latif Romli, and Rizwan Puzi. So hopes are high, and I think it was our sports minister that said that this Paralympics will be, be a better showing for Malaysia compared to the 2016 Paralympics.
0: Yeah, and in addition to the three uh, athletics participants that you mentioned, we also have the powerlifter, uh, Bonnie gustin who's participating, and he did very well at the last uh, para World Championships, right? Yeah, he-, he won gold, I think. Yeah, so, you know, hopes are high that, that in addition to athletics, you know, this time we have uh, another uh, potential medal challenger in uh, powerlifting as well.
1: Good luck to our Paralympians. The whole of Malaysia will be behind you all the way. Now, this weekend, the English Premier League will be back. Yeah! Finally. Interesting opening fixtures. We've got Tottenham versus Premier League champions Manchester City. Elsewhere, Arsenal are up against Brentford. Second place, Manchester United will take on Leeds. FA Cup champions uh, Leicester are up against Wolves. Chelsea face Crystal Palace, Liverpool are away against Norwich and um, Everton and the new boss Rafa Benitez will be at home against Southampton. Now, you can catch Premier League matches live on Astro. So, grab a te grab a few snacks and watch it in your living room and pretend you're in a mama.
0: That's the way to do it.
2: (laughs) Or you can video call with your friends and I actually,
0: have a session like a mama session. Yeah, watch, watch it over Zoom, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll definitely be doing that if I can get friends. Anyway, that wraps up this week's episode. I am Faisal American. I
0: am Karami Kamel, still not an athlete, and I am Nicholas John, definitely not an athlete. <laughs> Goodbye and stay safe.